I want to talk a little bit this morning about uh, wise view as we're um, kind of embarking on the second day of uh, exploration here. So it would be very, um, in a way, easy to be mistaken as we sit and walk here during the day and think that this is about me, you know, about you, you know, your agitation, your calm, your pain in the knee, your, it would be easy, actually it's, it's totally okay to have this view, but uh, there's a, maybe a wiser view uh, that we could bring to what's happening, and that's actually what happens on the, in the practice itself, that's the view that we'll, uh, we will discover uh, as, we, uh, as we practice. And the wise view here is that uh, we are actually here this week studying human nature. Uh, human nature. So it's not that personal. So we're studying, discovering, soaking in, uh, being uh, awake to, conscious of, um, um, all things that are of the public domain. You know, nobody uh, has ownership of fear, or doubt, or joy, or tingling, or movements of belly, um, coolness, warmth, coldness, discomfort, ease. Uh, uh, you know, they kind of pop up here and there in the room. And they've been popping up for a few millennia, <laughs> you know? They're actually um, phenomena that are part of the universe. They do happen in the universe. And so, uh, and so what we do here is to maybe discover this. We could call this insight. Discover that... Uh, uh, there is the universe unfolding, and it takes different forms. And, uh, and that's deeply touching, <coughs> very, very touching, um, because these uh, different forms uh, you know, have the quality of being entangling, oppressing, stressing, or relieving, appealing, <coughs> com comforting, uh, agreeable, disagreeable, um, and so, and they are, um, f you know, um, experiences, phenomena of the body, of the heart, or mind, we could uh, make this synonymous here, heart-mind, <coughs> and so, as, as we sit, this is what we come close to, nature, nature, this is nature happening, and, um, yeah, we learn how to hold these different um, appearances and disappearances. And so yesterday, as I was, uh, you may remember the river, uh, you know, the water going down from uh, droplets of rain to uh, spring, river, ocean, uh, and these the series of qualities uh, that condition each other, invite each other, you know. Um, 
the second quality that I called yesterday a curiosity. Uh, in Pali, this, uh, the, the word that is used or expression is Dhamma-vichaya. Dhamma-vichaya means, uh, if we translate it in English, uh, investigation of phenomena. And so, right there, it's talking about this wise view. So if I bring attention, and I bring that particular ki- type of curiosity, then I'm doing, I'm studying uh, phenomena, human nature. I am invited to remove the glasses of moi, my preferences, my emotion, my. I'm invited to put this down, and and uh, that's what will happen in time anyway. You know, but it's good to know about it a bit. You know, even if it's intriguing or, you know, triggering. Don't you dare remove remove moi from the middle of the story. (laughs) I'm at the center in the cage, looking at the mirror. (laughs) And so we're invited to, uh, and that's that's something we can try. You know, to put down that kind of frame of reference, that way to perceive reality. It is. It is a way to perceive reality, totally v- valid, but it's not reality, it's a way to perceive it. And so that's what we came to question here. How dare you? This is, <laughs> you know, this is unquestionable. Unquest- well, we'll go that far, because we are explorers. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, um, and so as we sit here, and uh, experience what we experience, maybe we'll remember this, maybe this will have, or not, you know, but it's good to bring it in early. And so as we sit here, there'll be the experience of weight, ah, the earth element. Buddha would say inside, outside, no difference. The earth element is the earth element. The air element belongs to the universe. So the hardness, the softness, the lightness, the heaviness uh, is not exactly ours. But we have a mistaken view. We take it very personal. We, we appropriate this. And then we suffer. So here we're doing this very delicate work of investigating assumptions, <coughs> preconceived ideas. Um, so that's Dhamma-vichaya, the study of phenomena, the study of nature, of human nature. So we'll see how it shows up uh, in the practice. This kind of investigation, we could um, relate it to... Um, uh, Im- let's imagine a biologist studying a certain kind of animal going in the, you know, in the wherever, the forest or the swamp or the, to study the, this particular animal they're studying. Uh, I imagine the, the bi- biologist kind of hiding in a bush watching the animal do what they do, not messing around too much, you know, not telling the animal what they do. You know, hey, you're supposed to do this. Hey, I expect you to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not what I want you to do. 
<laughs> you imagine this, the mess? <laughs> the possibility of discovery, zero. You know, too much imposition, too much injunction. Like, hey, you're not supposed to behave like this. That's <laughs> So the biologist, she hides in the bush. She shuts up. <laughs> and she pays attention. You know, and then she's like, oh my God, they're fighting. Oh, no, they're actually playing. Oh, look at that. Oh, they come out, out at night when the conditions are such. That's when they come out. Oh, and they just notice high-quality data collection. And so that's what we do here. We sit here <coughs> and we notice all the comings and goings of the body, heart, uh, mind. And we don't get so involved. We just notice, feel, really uh, with uh, our incredible sensitivity that often creates a lot of misery for us, now we kind of turn it around. We say, okay, we're stuck with that kind of sensitivity in all kinds of ways. Let's use it. Let's use it to wake up to the situation we're in. And so as we sit here, we notice, oh, the heart sinks. And so easily we go, oh, my heart has sunk. I'm like, you know, but here, it's not easy what I'm describing, I'm doing it a little playfully, but it's so delicate, it's so, so delicate. <coughs> but we say, oh, this becomes a phenomena, not something to <coughs> get rid of, not something to <coughs> avoid, change, fix, just, oh, a heavy heart. Oh. And we learn how to allow it to be there for a moment because there's a lot of information in there. Usually, we go in the extreme of not wanting. I don't want this. Or in the extreme of being uh, duped, fooled, subdued, enslaved by. Yeah? And here we're practicing this fine line of being conscious of. It's not easy. And so we, we are conscious, oh, you know, dejected, discouraged, feels like this. Oh, the mind projecting this. Oh no, another five days of this. <laughs> I won't survive. And so habitually we're duped. We believe this is the truth. We're, um, we're enamored, uh, fascinated, absorbed by this. This is extremely painful. You know, on the other hand, sometimes we don't want it. We sh we think we shouldn't feel it. Again, here we're becoming aware. Oh, projection feels like this. When suddenly the mind describes something as if it was happening, but it's actually not there. And so, by paying attention, we'll discover. Oh, there is not the rest of the retreat. The rest the never-ending rest of the retreat is a mind construction. Oh, the cage is not actually a real cage. It's a made-up cage. This is what we call insight. That's not easy to do, but we're coming to discover the reality of things, you know. Reality as it is, not as it shows in our perception confusion. You know. So we're doing very fine research here. 
we're scientifics, really, of the, of the hard mind. Actually, I remember a number of years ago, I was at uh, the Insight Meditation Society, and the uh, retreat was for a neurolo- neuro- neuro- neurologist. And there was like, I don't know, maybe 80, 90 neurologists there for the week. They were doing exactly what we were doing. Actually, the teacher loved them because they were saying, oh my God, it's great. You give them a protocol, they know about the research. (laughs) (laughs) You give them a protocol, this is the schedule, this is what we uh, attend to, and they attend to it. They couldn't believe it. They say, usually, we give a protocol, people go left and right, they stay in bed, they go there, and then they come back and say, it doesn't work. (laughs) But there was a protocol. Did you follow the protocol? No. I decided to walk in the forest. I decided to lay down. I was thinking about the rest of my life, you know. It doesn't work, your stuff. (laughs) And so they were saying, wow, you have like 80 people following the protocol (laughs) and making discoveries. And I remember at the end of the retreat, um, was it Sam Harris or one of them that was there, like one of the big names, was saying, somebody anyway was saying, I can't believe this, like the Buddha was such a scientific, it's amazing, he didn't have MRI, he didn't have scat, CAT scans, he didn't have any tools, and he was studying very, very precisely the mind and heart, you know, in order for healing, for liberation. And they were saying, this is, this is the new edge of science, first-person research. <laughs> Usually we only do it third person. We put somebody else in the scan, CAT scan, somebody else in the MRI. We make somebody else fill the forms, you know. And now we can, we see, we can actually study it directly, like have a direct access to the mind. Yes. (laughs) How avant-garde is that? (laughs) It was happening 2,500 years ago. So here we're doing this, and it's not easy because the mind is unruly. The mind is, you know, there's all kinds of uh, other trainings that we've took, you know, trainings to believe every movement of the heart instead of studying it. So uh, here maybe we're young scientists in a way, you know, learning how to hold the tools, you know, and dropping the stuff all the time. (laughs) It's a big mess in the laboratory, (laughs) but that's fine. It's uh, it's good, and just parenthesis here. I've had the chance to practice and study, but also practice with a lot of uh, very revered, you know, teachers and kind of specialists. And when they report on their meditation, they have messy minds too. <laughs> you know, the concentration is not always there. It's messy for every one of us, even those that look saintly. You know. <laughs> <laughs> They're on stage. <laughs> uh, I've enjoyed uh, listening to them making their report to the senior, you know, to the the Ajans and the Sayada and Burmese teachers. It's very uh, normalizing for, mm-hmm. for us. So, part of what we're studying. Um, one of the aspects of reality that we're studying here uh, is the first foundation of mindfulness, the first aspect of uh, human experience, as was instructed by the Buddha. 
It's everything that has to do with physicality. So the body, we could say. Uh, so, you know, these incredibly simple uh, uh, instructions for the scientists, the researchers. Sitting, know you're sitting. So awareness of posture, that simple. As you walk, know you're walking. That simple. And just trying to put this in, we're going to make a lot of discoveries because let's just be aware for 30 minutes that we're sitting, you know, inside. But I want to do something more complex. I want to plan the rest of my life. You don't know about, you know, everything that happened. Can you just be aware you're sitting? And the mind, I don't know if I can do it. You know, there's all <laughs> kinds of movements in there. Like, I don't want to do this. I want to do something else. I don't like authority. You know, like just, just be aware you're sitting. And all these neurosis conditionings will come up, you know, so we can smile at them, enjoy them. So kind of the goal here is not to get caught and not to try to push away, deny or, you know, just the middle part. Oh, look at that. Okay, now it's all opinionated. Oh, now it's falling apart. You know? Um, kindly, kindly. So, awareness of uh, posture. Awareness of breath. This is part of the first foundation of mindfulness. Uh, awareness at the sense doors. You know, so the experience of uh, tingling, of uh, expansion, contraction, heaviness, however it's felt in the body. Uh, the activities of the body. When she turns her head, she knows she's turning her head. When the flies walk <laughs> on his forehead, <laughs> he knows. It. It's exactly the Buddha said, you know, what is form? What is form? Form is what is touched by cold, by mosquitoes, by snake. This is what is form. And first foundation is awareness of form. And so we have that field to be aware of. Sensitivity of the eyes, at the ear door, taste, smell, as we walk outside maybe. So staying around there at, this, this, at the door of the senses. So that's one foundation. Another one, just because we've named it, and then maybe we'll talk more about it today and certainly practice with it. The set, the another foundation, another aspect of reality is moods, emotions, mind states. It's all one kind of grouping here. And so we can be aware of the body sitting, the body breathing, the experience of cold, of warmth, of tingling. And at some point, as we're there in the first foundation, will appear the mood, wave of frustration. I have enough of this. Ah, so we can sit. Now we're very lucky. We, are, we have the chance to experience first person a wave of agitation, of discouragement, uh, a wave of calm, a passage of joy, Park or splash or bang of doubt, you know. What am I doing here? You know. So, and and we 
want to, we're here studying mind states. So they're going to present themselves, you know. And some have uh, habits, you know, they're, they're well trained, they come easily. So, whoops, self-loathing, of course. It's dormant, waiting for any occasion to appear. You know? So notice this. Or, depending on our conditioning, arrogance, I got it down. You know, ah, no judgments in this practice. We don't judge, meaning uh, hating what is there, that it shouldn't be. If it arises, it's because the conditions are there for it to arise. We want to be conscious. Ah, look at this. Big splash of arrogance, you know. I can go home now, I got it. You know. <laughs> Move out of the seat. I'll give you I'll give the speech. <laughs> I've been doing this for at least three retreats. And so we just watched this. Wow. Wave of gratitude. Notice it might be it's often is all these emotions uh, felt in the body. You know the agitation, the doubt, the might show as heaviness, as uh, tightness, as contraction, as uh, hollowness, as pulsation, as heat, as cold, um, in different areas of the body. See if you can allow it to do its thing. And you'll notice the quality of the mind, the texture of the... You know, sometimes I think it's as if... Uh, we were uh, traveling in uh, different uh, in the U in the if I think of the USA, there's all these national parks, uh, and so one is the Dead Valley. It's a particular kind of environment, very dry, lots of sun, hot, sand. Then you have the Everglades. It's wet, crocodiles, and then you have Yosemite. It's pine trees, bears, you know, all these different rock formation, you know, uh, ambiance, atmosphere, I don't know what's the word here. And so as we sit here, suddenly fear comes. Oh, so there's a, we enter the different national park. Mm -hmm. And so we, ha we have the chance to, vi many people have visited it. Now it's this system that is visiting it. Become aware of it. This is how it feels in fear. And then later, in hope, or I don't know what, ease, ah, that's a different environment. So we're discovering the different environment. Shall we try it a little bit? And as you embark, you might notice, oh, I'm inspired now, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm enthusiastic. So if you are, notice, oh, it has this feel. We want to be that sensitive that we, we're able to feel the different texture. And if you have dread, you know, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> don't stop talking. I don't want to be with myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it feels like this, then notice, oh, dread, <gasps> dread. And it can be met maybe with humor, and often it's more compassion that is needed, you know, kind of a caring quality.
let things appear. It works a little bit by uh, impressions, I think, for a human being. As we sit here, we discover that there's a body, that impression uh, appears. Or maybe what impresses us suddenly is the silence or the breath. different impressions that we become uh, sensitive to. And these impressions, they come and suddenly they go. So there are sense impressions that we will be touched by. Suddenly will appear the tingling in the hands. Then sound will come forward. And we let what is known be known moments. Maybe several moments. elements of the first foundation of the body, at some point what might appear is uh, the mood of the meditator, the impatience that is there or the calm that is there might stand out. can let that be known just as it is. Sometimes there's a kind of hardness in the mind or heart, or harshness or dryness, and sometimes it's friendly in there. become aware of this particular texture flavor of the mind we sit here maybe with the breath, suddenly we'll discover the neutrality of the mind, the non-reactivity in there, the non-struggle. 
might discover some heaviness in the heart or lightness. We don't have to search, it just appears by itself as we're hanging out here, available, attentive. might have a lot to say in there. If it does, just become aware of this. There's a lot to say in there. Or it might be quiet, silent. You can become aware of that.
notice the state of the mind of the meditator. Sometimes actually when we ask the question, it uh, influences the state by becoming aware. Maybe the state that was there dissipates or lessens. the breath to be known. Sometimes the breath feels uh, contracted. Sometimes it's uh, more fluid. Sometimes it's uh, fast, sometimes slow or deep. Allow it to be just as it is.
awareness of uh, human nature might take the form of a, a scattered mind or a unified, concentrated mind. Might take the f- take the form of uh, pressure. the form of uh, space, expansion of the belly as the air comes in. All of these human experiences, universal experience, experiences possible in the universe.
you want to uh, become aware of the skin, you might sense the skin, the touch of the clothing on the skin, the sensitivity of the skin to temperature. Even imagine, if you want, the skin on the body. Skin. It's so personal. Living uh, organ. Protecting the body. If you now, you want now, think of the bones bones of the pelvis, <coughs> along the legs and the feet, the bones of the vertebrae, and shoulders and the tor- thoracic cage, and along the arms and the f- bones of the fingers and bones of the neck, jaw, and head. Bones. Not absolutely personal. Just structure. Living structure. And between the bones and the skin, all the flesh muscles and organs. So not that personal. Brain, lung, heart, liver. Blood. So there's a body sitting here made of bone, flesh and skin and senses. Okay, so um, we have a beautiful day to explore this uh, today. The sun is there, so we can enjoy the, the light, become aware of that sensitivity and the warmth uh, of the sun on the skin. 
touches me about this is um, it seems like the practice is always kind of inviting me at the heart of the human experience. Just when I tend to have that view that I don't belong to humanity, you know, like I'm, I'm the mistake or some, some you know, Judeo-Christian maybe uh, good conditioning. Uh, the practice always no, you're actually exactly. This is the heart of human experience. This is it, this is it. Exactly this that you're feeling. This is human nature. Uh, so this to me is very touching. Seems like a like a. Unique chance to go and discover what it is to be a human being. So in this way, it's not selfish. Huh? It's uh, it's uh, it's inferential. It's encountering others in this way from the first person here. The other thing I like about it also is it gives me a break from Pascal. <laughs> you know, just when I had the belief I'm stuck with this guy for the rest <laughs> of my life, you know. I mean, for you, it might be fun for a few hours, but <laughs> to live with this from the moment you wake up until night, and all the opinions and the feelings and the... So, all this, and then sitting here, suddenly, like, oh, this was a delusion. I'm not stuck with Pascal. There's just breath now. You know, I don't have to organize Pascal and improve Pascal. It's just body breathing. And now there's a, I don't know what, you know, calm. There's no Pascal there, it's just calm or uneasiness. You know, so I get freed from the conception of Pascal for a few moments. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying this in self-hatred, I'm saying this in, you know, the cage. <laughs> Louise Bourgeois' cage that she represented so well. Any question about the uh, practice? Who is sen- sensing? sensing? Sensing. Sensing is sensing. You know, Joseph sometimes says, says that. How does he say that? You know, uh, love loves and hatred hates. And, you know. But that, I mean, it's a deep question. It's the, it's the, the deep question. And, and here we're going about it through um, investigation. Huh? the construction of uh, assumptions, you know, so we're going to check it out, is that true? Um, and so, Ajansha, for example, would say, do not think about this, this will crack your brain. <laughs> 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 and so the way we're going about this here is that, you know, it's not so much um, conceptualizing, like <coughs> thinking about it, it's, uh, it's a little lower, it's in the felt sense, the world of insight, which is not, we don't think about it, we get to a kind of a appréhender or a, a apprehend, like in it's a different uh, way. So the question is really, uh, really good. And, and to actually find some answers, 
we have to have a really uh, steady mind, you know, that is not jumpy with opinions and agitation. So we're calming, pacifying the mind, making it both alive and calm. So energizing quality, calming qualities come together. And in this way, we're going to see, you know. And, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes it might be just a second. Suddenly you notice hearing is happening. You know, it's not so much I am hearing, it's a sound is known. And whoops, that's where, you know, you see through the magic show a bit. You're like, oh, hold on. You know? Or maybe you'll see, you'll be just walking, walking, suddenly I appear. I have enough of walking now. <laughs> you know, there was no I before, there was just stepping, stepping. Suddenly there's a strong I, you know. Or you come back here and somebody's ta- taken your pashmina. Then the eye arises. <laughs> no, so it's just a buddy coming in the room. Suddenly, where is my pashmina? You know, and and being attentive, you know, uh, establishing attention. At some point, we'll be surprised. We'll say, ah, I just saw it like land with the opinion. You know, before it was absent, and then it just appeared. You know, or the eye. Which one? You know, the one that I'm such a generous, loving person, or you're full of shit, you know, like, mm-hmm. which I? And being attentive, we might see during the day, the I, you know. Or as we're walking, I find this very uh, interesting. Like, there's just walking, walking, I reach the end of the path, I lift my head a bit, and I see somebody. And I'm like, <laughs> how do I look? Before there was no I in this way, you know. But suddenly, I appears. And so it's good to see its appearing and disappearing nature, its fluctuating nature. At some point, I is my chair where I eat, you know, and later it's my bed, you know, and it keeps attaching itself, creating the illusion of continuity. But maybe here, being attentive, we'll see it appear through an opinion, through a sensation, you know. The con- yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll go see. Yeah. Okay. Good. Mystery. <laughs> One more question. Yes. Is it um, helpful when you notice agitation to? do something to soothe it, to calm it, or would that be the researcher kind of soothing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Good question. So that's the art of practice. So it's not like we don't want to do anything we're not supposed to touch. There's different ways to go about it. And a lot of what we do actually is um, kind of a trial and error, you know. And so uh, maybe for a moment you would just want to be aware of uh, agitation as it just take notice, you know, instead of being shoved right and left by it, to become aware, oh, there's agitation in this system, you know. And by bringing attention, it's important to say that uh, being attentive looks very passive. I'm just being attentive. But actually, there's something happening very active in the mind. You're bringing in a factor of mind that is very powerful, attention. And so you are already active by noticing that there is agitation. So to me, I'll, I'll tell you my 
most, like the way I practice, the way it shows up for me, is if I notice agitation or any afflictive mind state that is a little disturbing, then to me that's, I see it as a portal for compassion. So right away, if I say, I see this person is, you know, uh, whatever, agitated or whatever else, you know, I'm going to say, ah, human nature, not easy for a human being to be agitated when they would so want to be calm. That's the first noble truth of the Buddha. Human beings are often separated from what they want. So to me that would be like, ah, this is an encounter with the first noble truth a little separated from what I want. So compassion for this. That's an occasion, an opportunity for care. (gasps) This human being feels like this. It's not easy to experience that. So attention, care, and then maybe you have your own approach. What, What do you do? I comfort myself. Yeah. Yeah. Does it help? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great. So yeah, you can do this and see the calming effect. Yeah? So also I think what happens in that moment is you're engaging your kind of thinking mind. Uh, the thinking mind is all over the place and you give it a task. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's hold this being as a child. And so Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gathers around a kind of a task. You know, it quiets it a bit. So, yeah, you can do this. And then mm-hmm. check the scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a different tone, maybe, then, for a few moments. Okay. Good. So some of us are meeting, and uh, some of us are walking. But we're all practicing. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.